Hey, what up, y'all? It's your girl, Vivica A. Fox here, and welcome to my podcast, Hustling with Vivica A. Fox. Y'all, I got a queen up in the house today. Yes, I do. I got a queen up in the house. You will know this queen from ABC's Mixed-ish. She also starred in Tyler Perry's The Have and The Have Nots, and recently with Jim Carrey and James Marston in Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, my girl is hustling. Okay, please welcome the very gorgeous and talented Tika Sumter. Hi, Vivica. (laughs) That was an intro. Thank you. Guess what? You deserve it. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome, sweetheart. So listen, let's take it back because I got to let everybody know I fanned girl over you from the movie Sparkle. I don't know oh. if you remember this, but you remember the after party? Yes. Yes, honey. Child, I couldn't wait to find you because as far as I was concerned, you like stole the movie. <laughs> I was like, baby, the expressions you was making and everything, my eyes, like every time you were on the screen, besides being incredibly beautiful. Thank you. Um, it's the, the nuances that, that people don't get that even when you're not talking, that you're there and to be present. And I, the one thing that blew me away about you in Sparkle was that you were present at every single moment. How did that happen? Or was that something organically that happened? Oh my goodness, Vivica. I remember that moment where you talked to me at the after party and I was just blown away. First of all, <laughs> you are... No matter if you're black, white, whatever, Vivica, you are a icon and so many of us look up to you and you're fabulous. So when you said that to me, I just was like, oh my God, you recognize what I was doing. You recognize the work. I think for me, you know, no part is a small part, but I wasn't Sparkle, nor was I a uh, sister. So I had to make a meal out of what I was presented with. And I enjoyed playing D, you know, this person who didn't want to be really a singer or anything. She just wanted to go to school and finish and, and be more than, you know, live up to her mother's dreams, basically. And so I just knew the words that I was given were fantastic. And I just <laughs> to make a meal out of it and make it fun, but make it. And every time people kept laughing or being like, yes, yes I was yes. like, oh my gosh, it worked. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> it worked. And so it was just so amazing to, to have people feel me in that way. And, and it was just validation that, wow. Okay. I, I, I'm on to something. I, I've got it. Um, and you know you, you were and fabulous. Other were. actresses saying that. Thank you. Were, you were fabulous. I, I, honestly, like out of everyone there, it's like I couldn't wait to see you because I just <laughs> loved everything. And girl, as actresses, you know, you and I, we have a whole bunch in common that I want to share with my listeners today. First of all, you started off in soaps, and so did I. <laughs> what was the soap that you started out? Of? I started uh, off on uh, One Life to Live. Okay, tell me your character. Uh, her name is Layla, well, was Layla Williamson. Mm-hmm. And I played the younger sister to Renee Goldsberry, who's also an actress, uh, who was in Hamilton. She played- um, Oh, wow. Yeah, she she played the um, Angelica. And it's crazy how it's all kind of come full circle. But yeah, I played her younger sister, kind of the, the, the black sheep of the family. And, mm-hmm. you know, kind of not starting trouble, but- you know, a little more feistier than her. So yeah, I came on there and did that for four years. It was an amazing experience. I was, was so- that your, 
first job as an actress? Yes, it was my first job, like <laughs> job where I never had to go back to waitressing or hosting or all of it, or working at a hotel, like none of it. So that was my job where I never had to work. Um, you know, we say a normal job. You yes. No. You were a full-time actress. Honey. I was a full-time actress with a check. And I, I was know, like, that's right. <laughs> okay. And then yeah. also you and I have in common that you left home at 17 and moved to pursue your dreams because I left home in Indianapolis, Indiana. I moved to California, but you moved to New York City. Yeah. So I'm from Queens, right? And then I moved to Long Island when I was okay. 10 years old. Mm-hmm. And so, but like far out in Long Island, like exit 64 on the LIE, <laughs> which if anybody knows Long Island, that's far out. You know, I, I lived out there and grew up out there and spent, you know, high school out there. And then my mom decided to move to North Carolina. And I was like, uh, you know, no. I was, I would no, exactly. I was like, not, not that North Carolina is terrible. It's just, I, I love North Carolina. You, it just wasn't, it just wasn't for me. And I knew that I want, well, in high school, I was starting to go to New York for, um, do, to take classes. So I knew I wanted to be an actress. I just didn't know how I was going to get there. Mm-hmm. And so I, yeah, I, I was in New York by myself at 17 years old, which is insane if you think about it. I mean, yeah, somebody who just turned se- basically 17 years old. Yeah, I know. But it was a different time, though. You know what yeah. I mean? And yeah. like nowadays, I would be scared to send my child at 17 years old to, oh, my. Or to Los Angeles by herself. But it was a different time. It was but a it different paid time. off for you. It and did. So my producers told me that early on in early before you became an actress, that you had a job and you left because you felt so abused? Yeah. I mean, you know, as you know, we have a million jobs as actresses in New York trying to make it. And um, one of these jobs that I had, you know, in the beginning, it was exciting and fun. But, you know, after a while, it just felt very abusive. And I literally just couldn't take it anymore. My mental capacity was full and I literally left and in the middle of my shift. And I was like, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. And I'm walking down the street crying. It felt like I was in a movie. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is this? This woman's like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm fine. I'm okay. And I was like, God, I've been doing everything. I've been going on auditions. I've been going to class. I've been doing everything. And, uh, I actually was living with a boyfriend at that time who was an editor and I, he was like, listen, I will help you. Um, you know, I will help supplement your income, but you're miserable. So go after your dream. And I was like, wait, help me. Like somebody's going to help me (laughs) supplement. I've never heard of anything like that. You know how people are like, oh, my parents helped me, blah, 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 blah. (laughs) Nothing like that has ever happened to me. So, but it only was for like a week because a week later I'm walking down the street and I get, I get booked for one life to live. So yes, (laughs) thank you. You're like, yes, Yes. I appreciate that. Now listen, in your life, is that the only job that you ever quit? Because I'm going to share a quick story with you. The only job I ever quit, I got a job working at a clothing store. Girl, I was there for like 30 minutes and <laughs> hanging clothes. And they was like, oh, and when they come in, you got to start pushing the clothes and da 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 And I was like, this ain't me. 
I ain't gonna make people buy stuff they don't want to buy. That just no. Uh, and I, oh my god! In my life, it literally was the only job I like ever quit. That you ever quit? That was the yeah. only one I ever quit. I used to actually work at a clothing <laughs> store too called Club Monaco uh, in New York as well. And I was actually a really good salesperson. I mean, I worked everywhere. I worked at Honey Baked Ham. I worked everywhere. And well, I, I worked as waitresses at a whole bunch of different places. But I, I just, I, I couldn't do the whole clothing thing. That wasn't yeah. Me. It you was, it's, I mean? it's tough. Cause you're, you're infringing in people's space. You're in people's spaces. And they're like, I know when I walk in a store, I'm like, I'm good. Just let me do my thing. Right. And then if I need help, but I did it real cool. Like if you need help, I'm here, right. you know, back away. It's, it's right. a, it's an art. It's an art. Absolutely. All right, well, let's move on, child, because we both have become wonderful actresses. You know what I mean? Like, thank yeah. God that that happened only for a week that you had to be a starving uh, actress. <laughs> so oh, no. Whoever, oh, no, I was starving before that, Vivica. <laughs> wait a minute, but whoever that old boyfriend is, thank you very much, boo. I yes. appreciate you supporting Tika, okay? <laughs> so, well, listen, you've, you've played some amazing characters. I mean, you really have. Uh, you played Michelle Obama. You've worked alongside... Queen Latifah, yeah. Oh my gosh, Monique. Like when 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 you made that transition from like soap opera to then going to movies, mm -hmm. what was that like for you? Did it happen quickly? Uh, what was that like? It, you know, everything in the, you know, everything in this industry doesn't happen fast. But when it happens, when when things are presented to you in auditions, you just know it's something special. Mm. And I really wanted to do Bessie with Queen Latifah and Monique. Uh, I really wanted nailed to, it. Thank you. I really wanted to, um, you know, everything that I've always done. I just, I, it, I just went full balls to the wall. Excuse me, but like no, I really. No, no, it's podcast. We can talk. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. I just, I just knew that I could do it and nothing really happened fast, but it happened, um, gradually, which I liked because sometimes people, especially nowadays expect to rise really quickly. Hey, don't and say girl, these Insta swiping people get on my nerves, but you be like now, baby, it don't <laughs> happen like that. A it career, doesn't a real career. You don't just swipe and twerk on Instagram. Okay. And, and you know, the twerking's fun too. I'm like, mm -hmm. great, but it doesn't you happen. Know my nerves going <laughs> away too much for free. Okay. Bump that child. We did an audition and had callbacks. Now, come on now. Work with acting coaches. <laughs> yeah. I eat. Done, done a whole bunch of stuff for fame. Okay. Yeah. 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 No, it's a lot of work. And I think, um, you know, I, I've just never, I'm just glad that I, I'm happy that I came up when I, I did and I'm con and, and it's a constant. I just know nothing's fast. Nothing's fast and easy. Did you have to audition for Bessie and then also to play Michelle Obama or were those roles offered to you? So D Rees, I did, uh, D Rees was the director of Bessie. I did audition for it, uh, literally at HBO in New York city. And so I did that and I got it, but Actually, Michelle Obama, I helped produce it. And, oh, and oh, come on, producer. Come yeah, on. yeah. And it wasn't, you know, just a vanity credit. I helped get the funding. Actually, the great thing that came out of that job that I quit, I met, that was over 10 years ago. And the a guy that I met there, he would, he had his own production. He was basically a financier. 10 years later, we're in the industry, both in L.A., I still know him from actually that ex-boyfriend who was going to help me supplement my income. I met him through him. He's the one who financed Southside with you 10 years later. 
he read the script and was like, oh my God, I want to be part of this. And um, yeah, I helped get the financing. I helped in every aspect of that movie. And so I really earned that producing credit and get, got it got it on its feet and made it happen. Now, can I explain something to our listeners as well, too? That a very good point that you just made. And it's something that when I wrote my book, Every Day I'm Hustling with Vivica Fox, I said, you have to learn to build good relationships mm -hmm. because you never know when that person may hire you, help you finance a project. Yep. Always show up with an attitude of gratitude when you work. And when you're, you know, ha uh, establishing relationships in this business or in any business. In and any so business. look at there twice. You have now mentioned that people that you've had a good attitude with and had good relations with help you with your projects. I think that's just amazing and a lesson that we should drop to young actresses and people that are wanting to get into business. That's beautiful. Yeah, I just feel like if you're going to, you know, obviously we were waitresses and I said, be the best waitress you can be. If you're going to drop fries, drop those fries like you've never dropped them before. You know, that's <laughs> you know, that's not the place you're going to stay. But like work with every piece of working eth um, work ethic you have, because that's how that's how you live. You live how you work wherever you work. You know what I mean? And so that's how I live. And you've done some really fun movies too, like yes. Ride, Ride Along 1 and 2. And yes. they just recently announced that Ride Along 3 going to happen, right? Uh, well, I don't know. I <laughs> I hope I'm a part of it and I don't want to be pregnant in it. So <laughs> I'm like, can you give me something to do, actually? So wait, so, because Ride Along 3 is with uh, the very funny Kevin Hart and, yes. and, and, and Ice Cube. Exactly. Yes. I play his sister and so, and I play Kevin Hart's wife. So, you know, I'm just like, okay, now I want to be part of the fun as I well. I mean, right. it was fun. So, One and two were fun. Will you be returning or do you know? Hopefully. That? I don't know yet. I don't know yet. Well, right. We're going to put that on the universe. Y'all call Tika. Go. She's not pregnant and she needs to be super fine in this one. Okay. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. So now recently you just did Sonic the Hedgehog with Jim Carrey and James Marston. Mm -hmm. What was that like for you? Because uh, that's, it was a live action slash animated, correct? Yes, exactly. Uh, that was so much fun. It literally felt like I wasn't working. I kept, James Marsden and I, you know, we play husband and wife and, you know, I am a veterinarian and I help fix Sonic and all this stuff. And so I just felt like I was the luckiest girl in the world. One, to be working on such a major movie for Paramount. And then two, to just, you know, one of the icons, obviously, is Jim Carrey. Okay. And you know, you, we all grew up looking at him and watching him grow from in living color and, you mm -hmm. know, and to, to more. And so, and he is, was gracious and it was just a fun set to be on, to be honest. And I just felt like who gets to do this? Really? It's crazy. A girl who quit her job crying mm -hmm. down the street to now. <laughs> <laughs> Alongside Jim Carrey and Sonic the Hedgehog, who wasn't there. What was that experience like? That was crazy. Uh, it was crazy talking to a ball. <laughs> right, exactly. This little ball right here, this Sonic. So come on, bring it. That's exactly. when you know, you're like, wow, I am really an actor. <laughs> because my side, my my, my uh, co-star is not here. At all. At all. <laughs> Was some, someone was off screen reading the lines? Yes, or, okay. we had a brilliant actor from Canada. He was uh, reading Sonic's lines. He he was funny. He's a comedian. I his name forsakes me right now, but uh, I he was amazing. He allowed us to do what we did in the film. I love it. So 
Tika, like I said, you've done TV, you've done movies. What do you enjoy doing more? Because I get asked that question a lot because me, child, I like, I like doing it all. I like hosting. I like doing movies. I like doing TV. I like producing. Yeah. What do you enjoy doing more? I'm the same, Vivica. I feel Ooh. like you have a million pots cooking in the kitchen and you're like, oh, I'm going to add this to this gumbo. Oh, I'm going <laughs> to add this coconut milk to this rice. You know what I mean? It's like when one thing gets to be sometimes too much, you jump to the other thing. You can just jump back and forth. And it's 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 a blessing that we get to do that. But it's also something that keeps my creative juices fresh and and just ready and on point. And it just they all feed each other, you know? Quick question. Would you ever direct in the future? Because everyone's been asking me that. So what's going to be next for you? Um, are you going to direct? And I'm like, ooh, honey, directing. <laughs> I, I, I'm Regina and Tasha. Uh, even Taraji di- uh, uh, directed an uh, episode of Empire. And yes. I just was, because when you direct, to me, as far as I'm concerned, it's like being pregnant. Because ooh. you carry it for much longer than it, the producer and the actors do. Because we kind of show up, do our little thing, and then we bounce. But the director's got to live with it. You got to edit Oh, it. my gosh. Do music you got to do the mix you know what I mean and you got to do prep and you got to do post yeah and so I actually shadowed uh Chandra uh not Chandra Rhymes uh Chandra Wilson from uh Grey's Anatomy and I was like oh Mm. I don't know about this this is Whew, that's a, that's a marathon. <laughs> so me and you both are in the same boat when it comes yes. to directing. We're going to do that later, baby. Later, later. We'll do it later. <laughs> now, currently, you are on the hit Mixed Dish on ABC playing Alicia, who, like myself, like I told you, girl, we got things in common here <laughs> because I played the bougie sister on Empire. And yes. it's been, been stated that the characters call you the bougie one on Mixed Dish. Correct. Yes, that's what I heard. You yes, I heard you the bougie one. I am not bougie. Is that true? Come on, come on, clear the air. Oh, she's bougie. I just think she's a different type of uh, character than her sister. You know, her sister's like coming over all the time, just you know, asking me for to buy her a car. Oh. Like, <laughs> like I'm just the one who's a lawyer who just wants her kids to thrive, and she wants to thrive herself. You know. Um, I wouldn't, you know, is your, your character on Empire, her name is Candace, right? Yes. Again, uh, see, you play Candace of half and a half. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's, I'm like, girl, we got a whole bunch of comments. Exactly. Uh, I don't think she's bougie. I think she's just a mom who is trying to figure out where she stands in the world as well as her kids and her husband. Um, but yeah, I think she's a career woman who's about, you know, thriving and not just surviving and also being, you know, uh, just being a uh, black, you know what I mean, in America, and and trying to trying to live. So yeah, I, I wouldn't say she's bougie. I would say she likes nice things, and <laughs> she doesn't like to buy cars for her sister. <laughs> she likes the finer things in life that she earned, and she ain't as we all had to learn. And like, you can't buy everybody everything. Honey, right? Say it again. That's a whole nother show we could get into, child. <laughs> so, are you similar to your character from Mixedish at all? Yeah, I would say I am fiercely protective of my child. I would say, um, you know, at times, could I be bougie? Yeah. But also, could I be, you know, from the ghetto? Yes. I love that because that's yeah. how I feel about me too. Yes. And I've heard from my producers that you are an admitted introvert. 
I am. I yeah, am. I but would never have guessed that. I you. know. I know most people would never, but come and talk to my fiance. And he's like, she doesn't even talk to me. <laughs> like, like well, when I get that home, come from? Where's that come from? I, I've always been this way since, I mean, my mom always would say to me, oh my gosh, as a little girl, you would just disappear in the background. You know what I mean? What? Like you would just observe. Yeah, I wouldn't really. I mean, I would save my piece, but I can literally, like at Christmas time, I have five siblings. Literally, they're like, where's Tika? And I've disappeared mm. to my room. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I just, I get quiet and I just listen. And, you know, obviously if I have something to say, I'll say it, but I, I'm, I'm not... I get my energy gets sucked dry. <laughs> you know what I you know what I call a person like that? The quiet storm. A quiet storm. Yes, I like Do you that. You know what I mean? I like that. Because uh, you know because it's like you can be really quiet but boom when you show up, you show out. Honey, I like okay. it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So wait a minute and just sidebar real quick y'all. Let me tell y'all something about Tika and her family. Now I didn't know you have your is it how many how many There's six, six all together. Six? Yes. Wait, okay, so how many brothers and sisters? Tell so, me that. I have two older sisters mm-hmm. and then I have an older brother and then I have two younger brothers and then there's me. Okay. Well, I'm just going to let everybody know out there. Tika family, fine, y'all. Okay. Because <laughs> the people that I met, I was like, is that your mama? Oh my God. And that's a sister. Oh, okay. Everybody fine. <laughs> Thank you. Now, uh, you just uh, shared a little something. Uh, fiance. Yes. Baby girl. Yes. I yes. have a fiance. Tell um, me about him. He's fantastic. We actually met on the set of uh, the haves and the have nots. And from a lot, I was tired from a long day. My last scene was with him. He was just making me laugh so hard. Can I Uh, ask what his name is? Yeah. His name is Nicholas. And yeah, he's just a sweet, sweet guy. I've dated actors before and I was like, I'll never do it again. Uh, And then he showed up and then it happened. And so we've been together and it happened fast. We were together for not even a year. And we ended up, he surprised me with a trip. We ended up to, to like San Diego and it was great. And then we jumped out of a plane and <gasps> yeah, because he was like, oh, we're going to jump out of a plane. Something you've been saying you wanted to do. He's very adventurous. And I'm like, oh my God. And then I'm like, oh, I want McDonald's. And I, I'm not a huge McDonald's person anymore. I like McDonald's too, girl. I, I, girl, I wanted a Big Mac, large fries and a Coke. And then we... <laughs> We ended up on the floor with a pregnancy test. So yeah, oh, that was oh, okay. Wait, okay, wait. You fast forward. Okay, I'm gonna take it back just a little bit because you at, you actually met Nick. His name is Muscarella. Muscarella Nicholas. Yes, Nicholas Muscarella. Yeah. And he is uh, Italian and Czech. Yeah. Yep. Yep. His grandma, grandpa. Yep. Grandma, well, I'm grandma. Tell you, I, I saw a picture of Nick. And Nick, fine, fine. Okay. <laughs> so I'm tell, let y'all know out there. Y'all can't see the picture right now, but I'm gonna let y'all know, Nick. Fine, fine. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Nick, now, was it love at first sight? I think it was lust at first sight. <laughs> I think that's what it was. I literally was walking by the makeup room and I was like, who's that? And then my friend was like, why? I was like, forget it. Nothing. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. And then, I'm going to tell I made a cardinal rule to never date my co-star because it's weird. It's, you know what I mean? But Oh my God. It's so, it, it was weird. Cause I didn't want anybody to know because I was like, I didn't want to mess up the flow at work or if we got into something, like I didn't want anybody to know. And so I'm like kissing him in between takes. And like, then he's, he goes, you know, he has a scene by himself. And then Tyler is like, Nick, why is your, your nose Brown? And he's like, what? <laughs> he's like, why is your nose Brown? Who have you been kissing? He's like, 
was it Tika? And it was just like, oh, busted. Like, <laughs> exactly. Oh my God. What'd you say? Just couldn't stay away. He didn't mind Brown nosing. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so it works so great that now you guys have a beautiful daughter. Yes. Ella. We have Ella? a beautiful daughter. Ella. Oh my yeah. God. How old is Ella? She's three. She's three oh. years old. Yeah. Right. So, so tell me about Ella. Are you a good mom? How, how was being a mom? How's that been for you? A good mom at times. <laughs> I don't, I'm going to be so honest. Sometimes I'm just like, I'm okay. You know, she, I, I'm okay. Like I'm just getting by today. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, it's crazy because I've, you know, in my mid thirties, I decided, well, I didn't even decide it was a surprise, but I, I mm. thought I wanted to have a kid, but I was like, I'm about, I'm a careerist right now. Like I'm about my career and I was like, yeah, 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 later, later, later. And I think if it didn't happen this way, I would probably still be saying later. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's been a, it's been a great journey. It's been exhausting. It's been exhilarating, but it's also been tough at times. You know, because yes. it's about it's about somebody else at this point. You know, and I'm, you know, I still selfishly like to do things. For my, which is not selfish. I, I like to take care of myself as well. So it's time consuming, but it's also joyful. It's a bunch of things in one. It's a bunch of gumbo, you know? Now, life is imitating art for you because mm-hmm. you're currently on a show called Mixed-ish and you're in a mixed relationship. Did that trip you out at all? Sort of. Because <laughs> I'm like, God, what are you doing? Okay. Um, <laughs> you don't yeah. make mistakes. I can tell you that much. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe that too. Yeah. It's crazy because, you know, with, with being in a mixed race relationship, it's like there are culturally things that are very different. And so on the show as well, having to explain things to um, the guy, Mark Paul Gosselet, who plays my husband, mm-hmm. um, it's tough because it's not the same. Your kids are not the same as your husband, but they have your husband, your husband's part of them. And so there are things that Ella's going to go through that Nick's not going to totally understand, but he has to try to understand with his mind. So it's scary at times, but it's also like, you can really change this world for me, for her and, you know, her future humans around the world. Now you have, you have said that, this whole thing about being colorblind, but you say you don't want people to be colorblind. Tell me why. Yeah. You know, I, I think the concept of colorblind is like, no, I want you to see me because you see my ancestors. You see where I come from. My, my color has a history. Now, mm-hmm. don't judge me for it. Don't discriminate against me for it. But I love who I am. And just like you love wh- whatever you are. And so I think the concept of uh, colorblindness is kind of dismissing the human, the person, the person who the person is. Exactly. Because see, I also feel that also relates to us as actresses. Like, don't tell me I can't play a, char- a character because I'm Black. Right. Or be, do you know what I mean? Like, don't put me in that in that box. So I'm glad to know that that's how you feel. Now, are you teaching that to your daughter as well? Yeah. I mean, she's three. So right now she's not Aware. Not really. well, these kids nowadays because they don't really see color like how we yeah were, you know? yeah no the world hasn't smacked her in the face yet but i'm sure it will and you know but she doesn't really know all she knows is like <laughs> the other day she she was i was hiding from her and then her brother not her brother oh god am i speaking oh, oh, uh-oh. 
watch out now. I know. You need to tell us something. I, know, I wish. No, no, uh, I don't. I don't have anything <laughs> empty in there. Um, no, her, her, my fiance, Nick said, you know, oh, she goes, where's mom? And he goes, I don't know. What does she look like? He goes, well, she's black. <laughs> I was oh. like, well, yes, I was dying laughing because I'm like, how did she respond to that? No, she said it. She said, oh, oh she said, yeah, oh, she's no. like, well, she was describing me. She goes, she's black. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, yes, I am. You got it. Oh. <laughs> so, you know, she's she doesn't really get the concept of like color right now mm-hmm. in, in that way. But when in time, right, yeah, you'll have that. You'll probably have that talk with her, which I'm exactly. which I'm sure, you know, won't be a problem for you. Now, um, any plans on a big, fabulous wedding? Girl, this Corona phase has made me think of, I just want a tiny little wedding. At first I'm like, oh, I want over a hundred and something people. And I want this thing, but I'm like, oh my gosh, like times are short. It feels Girl, let me tell you something. I got married 20 years ago and I had, I think close to like 200 guests or something like there. And I wanted the whole Cinderella girl. I had the Cinderella day. I had the horse carriage. I had this, this, that, and the third. And I'm going to tell you something, honey. Once you start going over hundred people, that, 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 that price (laughs) and that budget starts going. Right. But also I don't want to be taking pictures the whole time either. Oh God. Yes. Yeah. That, that, that's definitely part of it too. So you think when you get married, you'll just do something intimate. Yeah. I think I'll do something intimate and small, beautiful and lovely and everything, but just smaller where I want to actually be there and be present and enjoy it rather than just everybody else enjoying my wedding that I'm paying for. So it's like, (laughs) you know, I I would like to actually enjoy, like eat the food, dance, you know, really listen to people uh, giving their speeches. I just want to be very present. I think getting older makes me feel like I really want every moment to matter. So, you know, have you ever been married before? I haven't. Never. 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 If I was to get married uh, this time, it would be my second. And I've thought about it. I was like, do I want to get married? Do you again? want to? Girl, it's strange because I, like I said, I had my whole Cinderella day. And I just hate to say it. Um, I believe in prenuptials. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so for me, I'd, it's like, do I want to go through the paperwork? Can I just <laughs> live with somebody? Can we just be cool and hang out and be like, you're my man. And I'm good with that. You know what I'm I saying? Know. Yeah. Say, I know. Say, I thought about that too. Kind of like, you know, what is it called? Where, well, in California, if you live with a person for common more law. than common law marriage, mm-hmm. they is just like being married. So, um, but also then you're like, the paperwork does matter because it insurance does. and all that stuff. Okay. And one number two, I think everybody should have a prenup, no matter how much money you have, um, because you, you're talking about decisions about kids, decisions about where your stuff will go, whether it's your bedroom, your favorite bedroom set, whatever it is. Um, everybody should have a prenup. Okay, uh, it's something yeah. I want to pass on to our listeners, to women, because nowadays women are making a lot of money and yep. doing things and getting equal pay and all that stuff. Girlfriends, don't let love let you not take care of your business, okay? Yes. That's all I'm going to say. Always take care of your business. Always look out for you because... <laughs> I'm going to let you know that I was glad that I had to prenup my first one because he came back around when we was getting ready to divorce. And I know I was the only one that had woke up at five o'clock in the morning going to the sets. So I'm going to just drop that. So anyway, let's move on. Um, Because we've talked about family. We've talked about career. I want to know, right now, you have a wonderful new business that you have started. Tell me about that. 
Yes. So my business partner, Ty Randolph and I, um, well, I came up with this, you know, I was when I, three years ago when I had Ellen in my belly, I was just searching for resources and a place where I felt like there was community because sometimes it's a very lonely path being pregnant and being a mom in general. And I just felt like I didn't see things with people who looked like me or just the ideas of what it meant to be a black woman in general or, or woman of color, whatever you want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't see, you know, whether it was lifestyle, I just saw a plethora of everybody else enjoying motherhood. And Ooh. I felt like black women had doom and gloom written all over our faces and there was nothing indulgent or lovely about it. It just felt like we were, we were just surviving it rather than like thriving and enjoying it and and not even just enjoying it but being able to say shit my 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 kids a terrorist without everybody looking at me like oh, oh you're black a lady mom. what'd you say right. <laughs> you know angry it's, it's coming across as angry black exactly right. and so i just felt like there wasn't a place of peace and not even just for mothers but for aunties and for the undecided and to say wait what is it about freezing my eggs or getting ivf or just things that we never get to really talk about until recently. Okay. Well, but hey, guess what, y'all, listeners? Hey, we, we've got uh, uh, Tika's partner here. Her name, please introduce her. Welcome her to the show for me. Yes. Her name is Ty Randolph, and she is here with us. Ty. Hey, Ty. Hello, ladies. Thanks for having me. Hey, hey, girl. Hey. Welcome to Hustling with Vivica A. Fox, my <laughs> <laughs> podcast. So, Tom, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you and Tika met. Absolutely. But first, Vivica, I have to tell you so I have spent the last, you know, so my whole career in advertising and entertainment. And you're a big part of the reason I got into advertising. Really? Yes, I'm a huge fan. And I was in college when Two Can Play That Game came out. <laughs> Shantae. Shantae Smith with <laughs> Jag, I think, with that fabulous house and that fabulous man. And it was like, what does she do? I was a communications major at the time. And it was like, she's a top advertising exec. So I thought, hmm, that's an option. <laughs> wow. You seeing it and you that's amazing. Seriously, you see something. Right. Yeah. And, and that's a portrayal that hadn't been shown a ton to us. So, Absolutely. yes, it gives you something to aspire to. So thank you for that. You're, you're, you're amazing. And can I just say, sidebar, I can I tell you, I fought so much for Two Can Play That Game for the representations of African-American women and the African-American couple and African-American love. So I'm glad that that inspired you. I really am. Thank you for saying that. Images really do matter. And I mean, you were already, you know, everyone's idol, but seeing you in that context really presented an opportunity and a pathway. So, you know, like I was saying, I've I've spent a lot of time, you know, running different divisions for advertising agencies, working at companies like Facebook. Um, And now I'm the GM at Kevin Hart's Laugh Out Loud Network. So we have another mutual connection. I love it. And so a mutual friend introduced me to Tika. I'm a mom. I'm married. I have a two-year-old. Okay. And so we were introduced because she had this business idea and they told me, and so they said, you should talk to Ty to see if this is viable because she does this, you know, with other partners and for other businesses. And I'm pretty cynical. So I was prepared to say no, but in addition to being an amazing actress, Tika's really, really a really smart businesswoman. So we sat down and I was like, here, this is a hustle. Like I would be your first customer. And that's how it's wow. So how did you all come up with the name Sugarberry? 
Well, I, <laughs> I was like, we were come, we were sitting at the table actually at Soho House drinking glasses <laughs> of uh, champagne, and yes. <laughs> and and we were like coming up with all these names, and then I was like, what about like the black or the berry, the sweet or the juice? Mm. Okay. And so sugarberry kind of came from that. I just felt like, you know, we're we're not looked at as as sensitive or, you know, we're, we're sometimes looked at as hard and like we don't need care. And I said, sugarberry just sounds like something sweet you want to eat and you want to take care of, you know. And so that was kind of how we came up with it. And you all said that this will be something that caters to brown mommies. So it's not just for black women, it's for women of color and that's different ethnicities. Is that what you all mean by brown mommies? Yeah, but we want to, I mean, we're, we're talking from our perspective first, right? So really in all the content and our podcast, you really get that black mom perspective, Mm -hmm. but we also wanted to make sure what we realized was in these spaces and there's so many of them, whether it's goop or poosh or hello giggles and, and, kudos to all of them. There's so many spaces for women who aren't of color. And so we said, yeah, we're starting out with, you know, our experience is that of black moms, but Mm -hmm. we want to make sure that we're inclusive and we're just showing moms across the African diaspora, but also just moms of color. Um, But definitely it's from our perspective first. I got it. And now you also, you got, you ladies are also going to have a podcast, right? Called The Sugar (laughs) Yeah, we have it. It's on Stitcher right now. It's up and we're excited because we wanted to provide a space, a sweet space, but a peaceful space where we can talk all things, you know, us and whether that like, again, whether that's about mental health or IVF or I'm not ready yet or I froze my eggs. You know what I mean? We just have been I mean, I think Ty and I have surprised ourselves with how open and vulnerable we are on the show and with our special guests. And they're either experts or experts in experience. And so, um, or just people we want to talk to about their experience and life. Like guests, can you tell me about like some of your guests? Sure. Um, So we have Dr. Imani from Married to Medicine coming on. We have, um, who else do we have, Ty? My mind is like. That's Okay. Tia Maori is going to be on. Oh, I love Tia. I love Tia. Yeah, I know. Amazing. Latoya Luckett has agreed to do the I show. I love her too. Um, yeah. We have Debbie Brown, who's doing some amazing work in the healing space for, for Black women. So yeah, it's a broad spectrum. Like we want it to, and we're going to have non-moms on because we don't think you should be defined based on, you know, how many children you do or don't have. I'm interested in talking to people who have opted not to have kids as well. That would be me because I'm about to say, girl, I'm a real good guy. <laughs> yeah, okay, we I got six children. I got six, okay? I got six children, okay? <laughs> yes, exactly. We're interested in the spectrum of all of us. So we're excited about that part. And we we also have, um, we also recently had some uh, Kendra... Ferguson on who created BeautyCon and mm-hmm. you know who she's about to help um actually Halle Berry launch her company. So just executive moms and mm. just you know all all types of spectrum. Yeah. See this is what I, I this is I, I why well, I love having you two ladies on, on the show because I love seeing women learning to network with one another, learning to stick together, learning to make money together. You know what I mean? Because it used to be back in the day like, hey, I got to be the only one in the room. Yep. Especially amongst women of color, it was only uh, it was only room for one. You know what I'm saying? Right. One fish to fry. Yes. 
<laughs> I've never heard that before. Yeah. Where do you get that from? I, I just, I don't know. Maybe my grandma, my ancestors just came out. <laughs> so let me ask you ladies something. I want you each to let me know. How are y'all surviving Corona, Corona? Oh, child. I've had many phone calls with Ty about this. I'm like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> signed up for this relationship <laughs> no corona is affecting your relationship too. oh my are you kidding me whose relationship isn't it affecting well, they did they did say that uh, people have been filing for divorce <laughs> <laughs> i'm like you're kidding they're spending more time together yeah this is a lot this is a lot of together uh i don't think god <laughs> intended for this to happen but it's like, um, can you go somewhere <laughs> exactly i think it's a lot how about you, Ty? The same. Um, I love my husband. I love my Yes, baby. me too. I love him too. But <laughs> I need to go somewhere some days. <laughs> some days, somebody needs a break. I'm sure he feels the same way. Um, but you know, in all seriousness, I think we're all still grateful because you know, I've been seeing a lot of the stats about how African Americans are being disproportionately impacted because of healthcare disparities. So even when we make up smaller percentages of populations, I did not like that comment. I felt that that was very. I, I, I'm not believing that one. I'm sorry. I'm not taking that one. I'm well, sorry. not 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 in terms of the diagnosis, but how what's happening to us when we go in the hospital and not coming out, right? So it's okay. how. It's how okay. hospitals are treating us. When I was like, all of a sudden, how did black people be? You know, for real? I don't know. I was offended by that comment. I'm just going to well, Yeah, because the headline was a little deceiving. And then when you look into it, you realize it's not that we're being hyperexposed, but we're being, we're not necessarily being cared for the same way in the hospital system. So those are the, exactly. Yeah. So, and and it's, it's a number of reasons behind that, but you know, I'm trying to, as frustrated as I get with a screaming kid all day, just be grateful, right. That we have homes to retreat to, you know, not everyone's in that situation. True that. Ty, are you homeschooling? How old are your children? He's two, so I'm just trying to keep him oh. alive. He's jumping off the wall. I thought nothing. you said you had two children. You only have oh, one. Oh, no, just no, just one. And a hug. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> two Child, I, we're homeschooling. Well, Nick's homeschooling because I'm like, oh, Lord. Right. See, girl, because you know a whole bunch of parents have been like, oh, my God, fourth grade is tough. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, yeah, that's even tougher because I would really not know anything. But uh, um, <laughs> the like, math is done school, okay? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, okay, so ladies, let me ask you another question. What's the first thing you're going to do once Corona Corona is over? Tika, which, what's the first thing you're going to do? I'm flying to a beach somewhere far away. <laughs> okay? Flying you're always to wanting to get away and be that introvert, so that doesn't surprise me. Oh my God, I'm excited. Okay, and how about you, Ty? What's the first thing you're going to do when Corona's over? I'm going to get my hair done. The struggle is real. Oh. <laughs> not set up for this. Okay, let me tell you. I got my day plan, okay? I am going to the spa, okay? Because I need a massage. My shoulders is up here from the stress of not... I, I, I would think I, I'm a workaholic, so I'm stressed out from not working, okay? Right, right. And then, child, these brows. Oh, Lord, girl, my brows. Yeah. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. I'm going to get my brows and my nails done. I can't wait. Somebody going to touch me, Okay. <laughs> I feel like every hair salon, every place is going to be booked. Booked. Okay. They're going to be, we're going to be all so happy to, you know, to, to, to get to live again. To revive ourselves. You know, 
I, I just, I, I don't know. I'm getting a little stir crazy. Are you ladies getting a little stir crazy? Ooh. Yes. Yes. That is the truth. Yeah. I mean, I try to step outside, you know, again, we're, I'm, I, 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 the balance of like being grateful and then also like not complaining has been, um, and I don't even think I'm complaining. I'm just like, this is not meant to be. We're not meant to be. Right. like, I exactly. thought as an introvert, like, oh my God, that's my dream to be home every day, all day. It's really not. And it's just like, you're realizing the gratefulness of just people and being connected. And so you know, whenever I go for a walk, it's just nice that somebody nods their head, you know. I know. <laughs> I found myself talking to, to the guy. We were six feet apart, though. I went to go get me a Starbucks. And it was like, hey, so how you doing? Again, okay. And we just started up a conversation. I'm like, we're so happy to, like, talk to people again. My one friend told me, goes, oh, my God, I hadn't been outside. And I went to go get something. And my eyes started burning from the sun. Because I've been <laughs> oh inside. I was like, okay, girl, where you at? In the cave? <laughs> like what are you doing? What so are you anyway, doing? What are you doing, child? Okay, you're being a little bit too uh in the cave with Corona Corona. So uh ladies, okay, we talked about Corona and we're I'm gonna pray for all of us to survive this, which we will. We will strong women. Um, what are the plans for sugarberry? Tell me what's the what 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 would be your ideal plan for sugarberry? Um, I think you know, we want to be the dedicated space for black women to go for all things, questions of the route to motherhood, the the chaos of it, the the list of like, oh, my God, where do I go get this bag for, you know, I, I don't want to carry, uh, you know, uh, uh, what is it called? I don't even know what they're called because I don't carry them anymore, but uh, a baby bag, <laughs> you know, you know, like like just the list, the the ideas, the the maturation of like how motherhood works and all these things going to it for, you know, talking to older moms, who's like no lot, who's left the nest. Like, I just want the spectrum and I want it to be cool and full of energy because that's who we are. You know what I mean? I don't want it to be this thing of like, Oh, especially for me, when I became, a, uh, when I was pregnant, I was like, Oh my God, are people going to think I'm not cool anymore or mm-hmm. that I'm, yeah. I just want to be home with the baby all the time. And it's like, no, we are diversified women. And I want to show the spectrum of money of, of, um, executive moms climbing the ladder, like yes. all these different things. And so I just want to be the go-to space for that. How about a sugar berry line as far oh, as, like yeah. you, said, oh, you know, all that's going to happen. Okay. Oh, Vivica, yeah. we have plans. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. We're already planning that, but you know, one step in front, you know, one step at a time yeah. so that we're not exactly. But yeah, we're going to be planning like retreats and all these great things. So I'm excited. I love that. I love yeah. that. I love that. Well, ladies, oh my gosh. I mean, we're, we're getting ready to come to a close. Um, but I can't thank you all enough for taking the time and, and dropping your pearls of wisdom um, here with to my listeners on at Hustling with Vivica A. Fox. Um, Tika and Ty, I mean, I wish you all nothing but success with uh, the sugar, with your podcast, with Sugarberry, with your babies. I just wish you all wonderful futures. But I want to let everybody know so that they can keep up with you all. Where can they find you? Tika, where can they find you? What are your social media handles? So on Instagram, you can find me at Tika Sumter. And on Twitter, I am Tika Sumter. And then for the sugar, for Sugarberry, you can find us at the Sugarberries. And for the podcast, it's the Sugar Pod on Instagram. Okay, say that one more time for me. 
the sugar pod S U G like sugar, like grandma said, give me some sugar. So the S U G A pod. Now now to some of our listeners, like she said, that's the ethnic way. Okay. Sugar. (laughs) (laughs) But they got to know that because they'll be like S U G G A R. No, sugar, S-U-G-A, right, sugar. Right, put some sugar up in there, okay? <laughs> and how about you, Ty? Um, you can find me at Ty Randolph on all platforms. All right, ladies, like I said, thank you all so much for being here. All right, listeners, we have had a queendom day. That's what I'm going to call today because my queen showed up and they showed out for me. Now, we always finish the show with a hustle hack. And today's hustle hack is hashtag girl power. Women, we have to know that we are stronger when we support each other, when we build each other up instead of competing and tearing each other down. Think about the women that are in your life and how you can support them, manifest trust, respect, and empower each other. Because together, girlfriends, we can change the world for good. So, it's your girl Vivica A. Fox here. Subscribe, download to Hustling with your girl Vivica A. Fox and do it right now, okay? Until next time, darlings. Bye for now. Bye.